LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. This is the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast hosted by LifeWay. Ron's mission is to help church leaders become better leaders. I'm your host, Chandler Vinoy, and Ron, in this episode, we are talking about leading strong-willed people. Um, I'm guessing, you know, you may have been one of those. (laughs) I certainly was. Um, (laughs) Probably am. You know, uh, you're new to, fairly new to the parenting thing, or still kind of new, and and, uh, it's probably too early to tell if you've got a strong-willed child or not. But most parents I know who have more than one have at least one who is and uh the same term but the those who are strong-willed um like like myself don't always grow out of that and so when they come into your organization they can be difficult if you will to lead and i say that uh resembling that that remark myself because i realize <laughs> I, I could make life difficult for those that are trying to lead me so uh I identify with this one personally, but leading strong-willed people is uh, it takes a unique challenge, and uh, and I, I think if we understand that, we can be better leaders. So somebody's listening to this, going, "Man, maybe maybe they're listening. They're going, man, I am one of those type of leaders, strong-willed in myself, or they're going, I've got one or two on my team, and I'm struggling to figure out how to lead them well. What are some tips? Maybe five tips we'll go with uh, for leading strong-willed people on your team." Well, the number one is give some clear expectations. Um, everyone responds better when they know the expectations put before them, but a strong-willed person is going to always try to get around the rules somehow. Uh, they're going to try to find the gray area, redefine things their own way. And so help them understand this is, uh, here's the expectations on our team. And I'm not talking about strong stringent rules or anything like that Uh, but I am saying set the guardrails carefully for what is allowed and what isn't allowed if there's something that's just not acceptable make sure that's known uh, because they they'll they'll uh, they'll find a way around them if you don't I feel like number two goes kind of right in line with that so what's number two well, two is actually helps in that setting. Again, you want to give freedom within the boundaries. So you want clear expectations, but at the same time, you want to give them freedom to explore within those boundaries because, again, they're strong-willed. They, they, they're looking for their own way. And so as much as you can, give them some freedom within those boundaries. You know, Ron, I, I don't know if you have a example right off the top of your head, but I can kind of think of the way that this would go well and this would go poorly. Do you kind of have an example of maybe maybe both of those or maybe just one of those where you feel like I actually gave too much freedom here or I didn't give enough freedom and actually, you know, suppressed maybe this this strong willed leader? Yeah, well, I had one one time as a as a worship leader, and this has been a number of years ago. And I like to give lots of autonomy, lots of uh, freedom. I'm not a micromanager, and yet with this particular worship leader, I didn't set clear enough expectations of of kind of what I expect in a worship service. And I'm not um, I'm not a worship guy per se, but I know I am a strategic guy, and so I know from kind of when we're planning a service, here are some things that that I think 
make the service work well, especially I want the message to drive the day. I want the Bible, the text to drive the day. And so I didn't set those clear expectations of, of, uh, of what I was looking for. And so it was like every week I would show up and there was something like, no, I can't live with that. I can't live with that because I had not pointed expectations enough. And he was, he was strong willed and he would just go do his own thing. And so, you know, to the church, probably not as much as it, said to me but even some of our staff is like with two opposing um uh you know visions for our Mm. worship service and that's what it appeared to be and that was that's totally on me for not setting those clear expectations on the front end yeah that's helpful what about number three once you start giving freedom you need to have even boundaries for yourself so what does that look like well, be consistent. Be consistent with whatever they are. They, they uh, again, they're going to test the boundaries. They're going to try to find the gray area. Um, keep in mind, they're headstrong. So, uh, you know, be consistent in following through with the expectations you set. Um, and, and, you know, this is not intended to be, but this can be parenting advice as well. So you find that strong-willed child, you set the rules for your home. Uh, I, I I think they should be few rules and lots of grace in between them again, but man, you got to be consistent with carrying them out once you've set them. Hmm. What about number four? Pick your battles carefully. Pick your battles carefully. You know, uh, strong-willed people can be the backbone of any team. Uh, they they are bullish for a cause. They're highly loyal, dogmatic, tenacious towards achieving a vision. So you want people like this on your team. So don't make everything a fight. If it's not that big of a deal, just let it go. You know, they're going to say things sometimes that challenge you. And if it's not too, you know, if it's not a problem all the time or it's just uh, or it's you know, they're not being disrespectful. They're just kind of snappy. They're kind of sarcastic, like I might be. Um, just, you know, let those things go. That's who they are. Just kind of dismiss it. When, Pick your battles carefully. When When's there a time, you know, hearing you say that, that you're picking your battles carefully, um, but there may come a point to where it, it reaches, a you know, the threshold of, okay, we need to have this conversation or maybe even it's time for them to move on or maybe move roles how do you kind of know when the battle is won that you need to really you know put your feet in and and make sure you're standing your ground on well i'll give another example and this one's another worship leader (laughs) worship leaders are the roughest you know but uh, no seriously uh i work closest with the worship uh pastors in the church and this was in several churches ago but i had a worship leader and he was very strong-willed but and actually very hilarious. And, uh, you know, he had these statements that he would make uh, that, you know, something didn't set well with him. He'd come back with a smart aleck comment. And it was funny. But at uh, and so somewhat you allow that. But then it became it, the, to the point where it was disruptive of the, of the team and uh, uh, of every meeting. And, and we'd get sidetracked. But the other thing is people would see that and see it as acceptable. Mm. And then they were like, they would interject theirs. And they weren't as funny. They were just disrespectful. Mm. And so that became the culture of everyone disrespecting one another. And, uh, and you know, I knew I had to step in and say, no, this is not acceptable. So I pulled him aside, talked to him. And then, you know, this is another principle, but when you've done that several times and it continues, which it did in this case, that's when you call him out in the room. 
Mm. And you say, no, we've had this conversation. That's not an unacceptable behavior. And thankfully, we had enough trust with each other. We're still great friends today. But, but uh, yeah, when it gets to the point where it's going to be disruptive and it's going to keep you from achieving the vision or the mission, that's when you got to do something about it. One of the keys I feel like you said there was have the conversation privately before saying it in the room with others around. So I think that's a key that we could easily overlook. So that's very helpful. Uh, And one principle there is never address something publicly you haven't addressed privately. That's Mm -hmm. a biblical principle as well. Mm -hmm. So helpful. What about number five, Ron? Number five is respect their opinions and their individuality. Uh, uh, Strong-willed people are ultimately just want to be heard as everybody does. They come about things sometimes the wrong way, and and we learn from that as we grow and as we mature. But they want to be respected for their opinions and their individuality. So you got to figure out how to do that. But uh, when you do, when they feel heard, they don't. Uh, their strong will is not as. Uh, it doesn't feel as threatened and they won't respond as negatively. Hmm. Well, thank you for listening to this episode. We hope this was helpful to you. Maybe you have somebody, maybe you yourself are strong-willed or you're leading somebody who's strong-willed on your team. And we hope these five tips are helpful as you lead them. And if you're enjoying these episodes, please help us continue providing them by liking, sharing, reviewing, subscribing so other leaders like yourself can find the podcast. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. For more information about Ron, check out ronedmondson.com. For more leadership resources from Lifeway, check out leadership.lifeway.com.